Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, fellow fed up Americans. You know, it's so hard day after day watching our country go down in flames, knowing our only prayer at this point is the House and the Senate to flip red. And that's just barely hanging on. So heavy prayers are for all those that are running for office and they win. And we do not have some tragic event that happens prior to our election that is going to force us to do mail-in ballots. We all know something's coming. We can't uh, rule China out for another catastrophic event prior to an election, especially being Joe Biden is owned by China. You know it, and I know it, and he must be knee-deep, if not (laughs) probably a lot further deep into being indebted to China than we could even imagine. Just ask Hunter and the distractions that are going to continue to escalate and distract from the truth on Joe Biden's lies, which we've talked so many times about how he just lies every time he opens his mouth. And when I first started doing this show, I used to call him Pinocchio Joe for a reason. And his history of being a pathological liar. He's a corrupt in an elite bubble politician that has no idea how it works for you and I. He doesn't care about us. He just cares about himself. Very clear. A lot like Gavin Newsom. Pretty funny how he just went on vacation to the forbidden Montana where he told his staff they couldn't go to and many Californians couldn't vacation to. He says he's paying for it himself. However, he does have secret service with him. So he does use Californians taxpayer dollars for his security. Another lie. Gavin Newsom is just, you know, I haven't figured out why he's done his uh, TV ad in Florida yet, other than desperation. See how he tallies against Ron DeSantis. However, (laughs) the only thing I can come up with, the only thing that's logical that makes any type of sense is maybe illegals that have gone to Florida. Maybe he's trying to get them to come to California being he's giving free health care to illegals. And he's also offered them jobs. Though the federal law forbids an illegal to have a job as a policeman, Gavin Newsom has bypassed all that, like Joe Biden administration and Aunt Nancy Pelosi's rule, breaking all the laws. Isn't she the one, by the way, for four years under Trump that constantly said nobody is above the law? (laughs) Isn't that rich coming from those people? So Gavin Newsom has illegals working in his administration in Sacramento. First administration that I know of in any of the 50 states that that allows an illegal to work (laughs) in the state capitol. Maybe that's why he's doing the ads in Florida for various reasons, I guess. It's only I can come up with that would make any sense. We know it's corrupt intentions. That is a given, especially being Aunt Nancy bought a house there in Florida. So have you guys heard that the DOJ is suing Arizona, Texas, and Georgia over their voting laws? Again, isn't that rich coming from these people being they cheated every chance they get (laughs) 
to steal elections all over the country. And we know that they're taking names at the border of all the illegals. Over three and a half million illegals have come across our border in the last year and a half. And they're taking their names. Is that so they can put those names for the illegals in weak districts that need votes? We know there are countless Democrats that won with more votes than that were legally permitted in their districts in countless areas. There was a law that was passed in 2002 over the Florida issue when Bush with the hanging chads, they called it HAVA, Helping America Vote Act. It passed in the Senate in 2002, 92 to two. And it passed in the House with 357 votes out of 435 votes. The object is to avoid repeat of the 2000 fiasco in Florida. So it sets in some federal assistance in elections, which sets up a thing called EAC, Election Assistance Commission. That provides a national voter registration form that is utilized across the country that allows people to fill out the federal form to get registered in your state, right? And then the question is, can the Supreme Court, they had a case in 2013 called Arizona Intrubal, in which the question for that situation in 2013 was if the EAC decides what's on the national form because the national form does not ask for citizenship. <laughs> and the Supreme Court in that case said the EAC has the authority under law to design the form. And if it doesn't want to put it on there, then that's up to the EAC. But they didn't cover the federal law if you're not a citizen then you can't vote in our elections. And that's a fact. It's our federal law that if you're not a citizen, you can't vote in our elections, period. The good news is on February 4th, 2019, President Donald J. Trump elected Benjamin Hovland and Donald Palmer. They were sworn in as commissioners following their nomination by President Trump and unanimously confirmed by the U.S. Senate. So in Arizona, there's state law, and it's been on the books for decades. If you use a federal national form and you can't provide citizenship, then you can't vote. Also, if you're going to use a federal national form, you must produce it in person. It's illegal to mail it in because you have to provide citizenship that you are an American citizen if you're going to use a federal national form, period. In this last election, out of 4.3 million people who are allowed to vote in Arizona, 25,000 of them were federal-only voters who used the federal national form. So those 25,000 people in Arizona last election can't vote by mail because they need to show verification that they can vote for president, which is what the court upheld the right of Arizona to do. 
So why is the DOJ joining two liberal groups? And shortly, the Democrat National Committee will join in attacking a law that upholds the concept on a federal statute citizenship. You shouldn't vote in federal races. Well, it's clear it's desperation. It's politics. Cheating, of course. And as they said, liberal, one world order. You guys heard that, right? They said they can't reverse these horrific policies that's hurting you and me, making our gas prices go extremely high because they're on track for the liberal world order. None of us signed up for that. And then you have the worst mayor, Pete Buttigieg. He's the transportation secretary, right? He lied on air and none of us are surprised, but he's, he's almost like Clinton. I didn't have sexual relations with that woman. Looking you in the eye. And this guy is looking you right in the eye and telling you that he talked to oil executives and that they're happy they're making money. And he says, and I quote, they are not going to increase production. And why would they when they're this profitable and is why the president has proposed a use it or lose it policy? (laughs) What? This guy never talked to oil executives. And if he did, that's just... A blatant lie. These guys are unhappy and they're miserable with this administration and what's going on. So you have Phil Flynn. He's the Price Futures Group senior analyst. And he said, <laughs> and I quote over the comment I made about Pete Buttigieg. He said, and I quote, how, just what I just said, actually, How does Pete Buttigieg know how happy the U.S. oil and gas industry, the industry officials I've talked to, are not very happy with current environmental issues they have to work with? Yes, they have to return money back to their shareholders. That's part of what keeps them in business. And then Phil Flynn followed up and he said, and I quote, Was Pete Buttigieg happy when these oil companies were losing $20 million a year ago or massive losses that they have to make back? Was Pete Buttigieg happy? And the answer was, he probably was. This is an administration with a total dislike of the oil and energy industry. And he's exactly right. I mean, this was the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, from 2012 and 2000 to 2020, of maybe 100,000 people. And what's his record? He was one of the worst mayors. I'll give you one example. The stats of vacancies when he took office in 2012 were very high. Lots of vacant rental properties. And when he left in 2020, they almost tripled the amount of vacancies in South Bend, Indiana. There's got to be something to that. You guys got to figure when Joe Biden ran for the Democrat nomination, the people he went against, Bernie, Pocahontas, Budapest, all these other guys, they're all in his cabinet. They're all in charge of very key roles that run our government and run our everyday lives. And people wonder why they're scrambling up there. What's going on up there? Even their own is starting to turn on them. 
And with that, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the disastrous administration, the direction of our country, and the prayers we all need to continue praying hard. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Welcome back, fellow patriots. When we left off, we were talking about the direction of our country. Well, 88% today say that we are heading in the wrong direction. 57% of the people who were polled said the federal government is doing a horrible job in the past six months. They have hurt them and their families. (laughs) And 54% said the middle class has not benefited from the president policies at all. He came into office saying that those were the people he was going to help with disastrous inflation, problem on his hands, with no solutions in place to try and fix it. How can anyone want to vote for these people? The only states that are prosperous are the red states. Right now, currently, nine red states either have no state income taxes or very low income tax, state income tax, right? That's a draw right there. And currently, 12 red states have actually passed legislation or the governors are pushing to pass legislation to eliminate the income tax, the state income tax to zero. And it would happen over the next decade to get it down to zero. That's amazing. And then they're also saying more voters switched from Democrat to Republican. I believe they say that it's a million have switched from the Democrat in the suburbs, they're saying predominantly, but basically all Democrat independents in all areas of the country have flipped to Republican. And they're saying that 630,000 are new Democrats. But they didn't say where they came from. But I know quite a few Republicans, hardcore patriots, total conservatives, believing in our freedoms. And they switched from Republican to Democrat only to get the Democrats off their backs, basically for safety reasons and to stay under the radar. That is the only reason. And I know quite a few who have used this strategy to protect their families. And the only reason, super anti-liberal, against this liberal new order, very much into the Constitution. And proud Americans. But it's just a strategic move. And I'm even considering it myself, as many of you are as well. And we all know why. (laughs) And at the end of the day, vote red, baby. All the way down the board. They will be registered as a Democrat for protection. So 
corrupt China Joe Biden is going to run on he's created more jobs in the history of our country in one year, right? Well, anybody with a brain knows it's because the country opened up after the pandemic, after they shut us down, and they're going to run on hate and blame everybody else for the problems of this administration has created for you and I. And what he won't tell you about the job growth is since February 2020, the month before the pandemic began, the share of all U.S. jobs located in red states had grown by more than half of a percentage point, according to an analysis of Labor Department data by the Brookings Institute think tank. Red states have added 341,000 jobs over that time, while blue states were still short 1.3 million jobs as of May. (laughs) Which really shouldn't surprise anybody, especially being the red states are the ones who are very low state income tax to no state income tax, while the blue states are very high. Which takes me back to the amusing Gavin Newsom, who is probably number one, um, I don't know, he must be tied up there with Illinois and New York as far as people fleeing those states (laughs) to red states like Texas and mainly Florida. So why would anybody want to come back to California and follow Newsom, especially from Florida, the best state out of 50, they say, to live in as far as economics go. So think about that, you guys. Red states, job growth. 341,000 and the blue states lost 1.3 million jobs. And that commercial ad that Newsom did, like we talked about, it's just got to be for illegals who have no idea where to go and might be stuck on the streets being kind of placed or displaced actually by our lovely corrupt government with human trafficking. Basically, we've talked about that too. But you know what I find puzzling? The direction of our country in May, 18% of Americans, we're talking Democrats, Independents, and Republicans, 18% in May said that we're going in the right direction. In June, it went down to 10%. I still want to know who the 10% is. (laughs) But the amount of Americans that say we are on the wrong track in May was 79%. In June, it rose to 88%. Like we talked about earlier, 88% of Americans today say we're heading in the wrong direction. And some of the elite far left liberal loons from Hollywood are starting to now turn on him. But this is the part that I find to be so puzzling knowing all this, that we're going in the wrong direction and how much Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and Stalwell is caught with China spies and he's still a significant figure under Pelosi's cabinets in Congress. It just is mind-boggling. And so today in the poll, Between Democrats and Republicans, it's an even match. If they had a poll today, the party preference to control Congress is 47% for Republicans and 47% for Democrats. I don't get it. 
if you know that we're heading in the wrong direction, why in the heck won't you turn it over to Republicans when things were going good? I mean, think about it. These people have decimated our country. We are in big trouble, right? And it's going to take a Republican and their policies to get us back on track, like it took years for Trump to get us on track. Then they elect the dummy. And we are going down so fast in a year and a half. Our country has changed. Our lifestyles have changed. So it's going to take time for it to get fixed. It's like a pattern. Everyone flips and votes red because they realize, oh my God, everything is going so horrible. And then things are going good and they buy into a couple ads and they vote for Democrats to start the cycle all over again. And each time they do this, the Democrats create more government programs that cost more money. I think sometimes when you watch one of those old Westerns and they pay 35 cents for a horse or you know, $10 for this, and that's a lot of money back then. What is the difference of back then and what it is today? <laughs> the government taxes on everything. That's what I keep thinking. So the biggest concern facing your family now in a current poll is inflation by 33%, gas prices by 15%, the economy 9%, and everyday bills is 6%. And then the current current financial situation in June of 2021, 24% said they were struggling. That was just after the pandemic. And in June of 2022, last month, 42% are struggling. So in June of 2021, 24% said they were struggling. And last month, it was up 42%. You guys, that's scary in one year. The thought of what's going to be projected for next year. I don't know how much more we can take. So in the current financial situation, for those who were stable in June of 2021 was 58%. And then those in June of 2022 who claimed to be stable was 47%. So that's down 11% for those who felt they were stable. And those that are improving in June of 2021 was 14%. That's not a very big number in June of 2021 that are actually improving with Biden's economy. In June of 2022, last month, only 9% of Americans said that they were improving. So that's down 5% in a year from who were improving with this administration. Can you imagine the statistics for next year? I don't want to imagine it. And that's why it's so hard for me to even fathom that the polls on who the Congress party control preference is at a dead heat between Republicans and Democrats. I don't get it. This should be a red wave. But I guess, you know, this is a recent poll. So I guess with all of the things that they're coming up with, the abortion leak in the Supreme Court, the mass shootings, the gun laws, all of this distractions from reality of Hunter Biden story. I mean, we all heard the live tape of Joe Biden in December of 2018, his 
message he left for his son, Hunter, the same guy who said he had no business relations, no idea what his business relations were that Hunter was having, none. And he's also said he's the smartest guy he knows. Remember that? But here it is, and I quote, Hey, pal, it's dad. It's 8.15 on Wednesday night. If you have a chance, give me a call. Nothing urgent, just wanted to talk to you. I thought the article released online, it's going to be printed tomorrow in the Times, was good. I think you're clear. (laughs) Wow. So sick of the corruption. Such a small handful of people. Corrupt, mentally deranged, power hungry, out for themselves individuals. God forgive me, but it's the truth are running our country, our constitution, we the people, we are supposed to be in control of them. They're not supposed to be in control of us and how the globalists in the last hundred years have converted gradually world domination and our economy and all of this globalist stuff and infiltrating into our government in the last 70 years. You know, the locals are, from what I hear in states, parents are running for school board positions, which is great, right? Running for mayor, running for Congress, which is very important. Thank you, God. And I pray that they all win. But this is something that the Democrats did decades ago. And then when we had affirmative action in the 80s and the 90s, that changed a lot of the dynamics on our teachers across the country. That's why we got some goofy teachers. Then they don't fire anybody except for conservatives, of course. This has been going on for a long time. So the Republicans and conservatives have finally gotten fed up and see what these Democrats, corrupt Democrats have been doing for decades and they're behind the curve. So with a lot of prayer from God, we'll be able to make a difference very soon. And hopefully there's no catastrophic event, but we know it's coming before November. So keep praying and pray that that we get our country back and vote red all the way down the board coming November if we get the opportunity to vote in normal elections. And if they do cheat and create some way for martial law and we have to mail-in ballots, then we need to unite and go and watch the ballot boxes and make sure that we're in there when they count the vote and not get kicked out like they did last time. We need to come back and play their game. It's the only way we can win. I hope you guys have a great evening. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.